This is Earspoon, your home for the shit you're thinking anyway. Hey everybody, welcome to the Earspoon. I am Fish. I'm Steve. And this is a a a rage-infused version of the Earspoon like you've never ever heard before. I'm feeling Brought kind of- to you by Mocha Joe's. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to love to associate with the rage. Uh, just, I am raging. I'm out of control. Of course, we know. So, man, we normally start around the same time. I've been on locked in on a phone call that I couldn't get off of with with somebody who I'm fairly confident has a has a had suffered some sort of a head trauma in his day, and who's listening to your podcast? <laughs> Let's <yeah>. hope. <laughs> Let's hope. Oh my uh, God! Yeah. I just okay. don't even know. I think I ended the conversation with. So you're a licensed driver? <laughs> tell me, tell me you're in a different time zone at least, so that I uh, so that I can feel safe on my own roadways. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so the podcast, yeah, that thing that we do called the Earspoon, downloaded wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Uh, more likely, uh, oh, more notably, I should say at theearspoon.com. All the kids are doing it. All the kids, every they're, last one of them. They're using it like a search engine now. God bless them. The hell with Google. They're done. It's Google's over. Done. It's done. Alta Vista, baby. Yeah, now you're talking. Wasn't that a thing? That was a thing. Anyway. You've got crap. <laughs> You've got more crap. Uh, all right. So, uh, Mocha Joe's Coffee. Thank you for Mocha Joe's. Yes, please. Uh, Mocha Joe's found at mochajoes.com. They're doing some cool things. Can't tell you, but Why? they're doing some cool things. I can't tell them. Oh. I can tell you, okay, but I gotta wait until the mix. <laughs> so I wish you could see what I could see. Steve somehow has figured out, like my like my dog, resting his nose on top of the uh, spit screen. It's very effective. It All is. It's <laughs> holding my head up. Head is so heavy. <laughs> All right, uh, I want to rage a little bit uh, about the ineffectiveness of the party I likely vote with the most, and I am beginning to see why, why, why. People ran away from the Democratic Party. I I don't know that I will ever run away from a party that professes to do right and never does versus a party that never professes to do anything <laughs> and lives up to that expectation every single day. Oh, they're good at harming. Yeah, they're really good at harming. Yeah. They're really good at harming. But let's talk about who's this guy? Who's the guy who's supposed to protect the people that's not protecting the people right now? Who's that guy? What? Barr. Oh, William Barr. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. him, him, him. Yeah, I never had the sense that was on his agenda. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, know. let's talk about that. Let's talk about the absolute inability of any Republican worth his weight and spit to uh, kind of stand up and go, no, he's not He's not here for the president. He's here for you people. But let's more of, well, you know what? I'm going to put a line in the sand, the Democratic Party says. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put a line in the sand. Don't cross it. If right. you cross it, they'll be cut. Okay, here's another line in the sand. And if you cross, right. okay, all right, this time we mean it. This time, if if you don't, if you cross that line in the sand, we're going to get, we're going to get, Senator Leahy to say something really raspy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm yeah. just. I'm. I'm literally. I am. I am so flipping pissed off right now that I, I can't even focus as to how not pissed off the Democratic Party are. It's is. astonishing to me, especially you know when we've seen even in the Bush Cheney years, there was more than enough reason for pushback. Yet it was tepid at best, and except for a few standouts, right. Uh, and now we see, 
you know, quite clearly all of the symptoms of fascism. We see all of the symptoms of a of a lawless presidency. Every you know, worse by far than anyone you could compare them to. Even those who hate Obama, who would consider him a high watermark, which I think is absurd. You know, Trump blows that all away. When you're an opposition party, you're supposed to sort of feed on the opposition, meaning not the opposition themselves, but the energy of that to push back. It helps to define things, and you listen to the to the base, and they you do their bidding in a way. When we have Nancy Pelosi saying, like, gosh, we have to make sure we stay in the center, or the president might not give up his, his presidency at the end of it, like... Holy shit, are you hearing yourself? You're saying we have to stay in the milk toast middle because this lawless president might not give up the White House at the end of his term. What on earth? At that point, we, we, do you stand up and say, every this is all out of order. You're out of order. <laughs> you're out of order. Yeah. This whole courtroom's out of order. And that's what I'm saying. Like when, you're, when you're Gary the opposition... <laughs> <laughs> when you're the opposition party and you and you fax it in yeah. or you stare blankly forward like mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, you're toast. And I'm telling you right now, I've been having a conversation lately with people I very much respect, whose intelligences I very much respect, who are saying, we have to not criticize Democrats. Now's the time to be not criticizing the Democrats. They want us divided and da-da-da-da-da. And while I understand that that's elements of that are true. When the hell do we stand up in 2019 and say, hey, everybody, the country is being destroyed by this process and any hopes of pulling it out are being dismantled every given moment. We have a movement to the left. We have a demographic shift happening in the Democratic Party. You must respond to that. And to put forward a milk toast centrist corporate Etc. Like Joe Biden, and say, well, he's the front runner. It says everything bad. It says you know. I, I, I gotta say, you know, and and then and then I get caught in in this in this quagmire black hole of being afraid of voting for somebody that doesn't have an R in front of their name just because they don't have an R in front of their name. And both you and I, I think, have become a little bit more unified, me more joining on your side, of basically saying that that is the absolute wrong reason to vote, though it may be a situation where just to end what's going on right now, right, we right. may have to do that. Right, but if the, if the and poll- that and that includes voting for the likes of Joe Biden, and it's not that I dislike Joe Biden. Oh, I, I mean, do. well, you cannot, you whatever. It doesn't Look, matter. Yeah, I'm gonna, that, uh, you and I are gonna fight today. I can. I'm feel ready it. to fight. I'll fight you. I'll fight you because I don't. You know, you can say whatever you want. So this is the part where I, like I'm guzzling from the punch bowl. Mm-hmm. He's not Donald fucking Trump. He's not, and you can't convince me otherwise. No, he's better than Donald Trump. He will lose to Donald Trump, and that's the point. And so when we talk about the, what the Democratic Party he is— He will lose to Donald he Trump? He will lose to Donald Trump, and this is—here's my— And who wins? Here's my reasoning. There's a million ways to slice this up, and I would suggest to you that we saw in 2016 a hell of a lesson from the Democratic National Committee and Debbie Wasserman Schultz that said, hey, you progressives, fuck you, right. was basically the answer. Right. And so they marched out this—, this candidate with so many negatives, unprecedented negatives for a Democratic candidate, and she loses to Donald fucking Trump. And And so now- You know, I I had this conversation. My house was a little divided. Um, My wife um, was, was a Hillary supporter, and I was a Bernie supporter. But when push came to shove, I did the right thing. I thought I did the right thing. I know I did the right thing now, looking back. And I voted for Hillary. So- 
but can Bernie Sanders capture that lightning in a bottle again? But see, I think you're you're, you're getting ahead of yourself and getting ahead of the conversation. We're getting ahead of the issue. What I'm suggesting was a conversation I had with somebody who's super smart. I really respect her on Facebook. Um, but she was saying, no, 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 don't criticize Democratic candidates. No negative anything. Right. And I'm suggesting that Joe Biden has so many negatives that he would blow up on the pad and and give and secure another four years if he's not in jail, this troglodyte fascist. And so now is the time to be pushing. Now is the time to be saying this is a time for progressives to step forward. We saw it happen in the election with the with the march into the House of Women and Progressive of progressives of all kind it is changing things are shifting and to put forward a an establishment candidate a centrist candidate and let me actually i'll stop myself right there to not be able to critique that candidate right for fear mm-hmm. and it's pure mm-hmm. fear for mm-hmm. fear of, of replacing or uh, continuing with trump is 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 I think madness. Oh, now it, it, is exactly it, the time, it, and then we get behind whoever gets the nomination. It, it is madness. I mean, we, we made fun of the clown car uh, procession that was the Republican candidates when they did, oh, and, and the Democrats have just tripled down on it. Right. And, and you know, so here here's the thing that that frustrates me, though. I mean, so who who are we going to vote for? And so I basically have been just walking around saying, look, you know what? It's People right now are lobbying in their names because they got book deals. People right now are just lobbying in their names because they need publicity for something they're going right. to be doing in the future. Right. So just calm down, you know, uh, and and we'll see if Cory Booker lasts. We'll see if Ka- uh, Camilla Harris lasts. We'll see if they last, mm-hmm. you know. And and if they do, and if it gets into a, a, a debate time, then we'll begin to make and formulate our decisions, and, and we'll figure out. Who is going to win the ultimate popularity contest and get to unfuck this 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 shit show? Right, and that's what I'm saying. That now is the time to be having the discussions about values, about policy, and so forth. If people are going to be voting for you know blue, no matter who, fantastic. I mean, I know that I will vote against the continuation of anything Republican. God knows. Yeah. But this is a time to be having this conversation about what do we value. Who is most electable and who is most likely to take this guy out? And truth told, I don't think a centrist like Joe Biden can get anywhere near a win. There needs to be, and and this is the right moment for, in my opinion, a, a surge of progressive support and young people. You spend the next year and a half or however many months are remained before this election pushing on young people and you will find a fundamental shift in the electorate. Right. So let me ask you a question. Can Bernie win? Yes. Okay. All right. I, I kind of believe that too. Yeah. But you know when, when what happened to Bernie in the in the last go around uh, is what would iced this 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 establishment. And you know I've long since uh, for as long as you've known me have had a par- problem with a two party system. Mm-hmm. I I don't think it always. Sometimes it gives you the two best candidates. Sometimes I eighteen sixty. I, I, I was going to say I can't. <laughs> I don't think I was alive for any of them. Right, right, right. You know. Nixon uh, or Kennedy? Nixon mm, or Kennedy? I don't, I don't. Hey, hey, what the heck? Uh, so uh, <laughs> that was we're in. That was loud. Um, I think that means the first round is over. Yeah, I think, I think that, mean, I won. that means that means time to ch- <laughs> that means time to switch subjects. <laughs> we really should. We should it. completely a thing. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so let's do that. Let's take a from the bell, which I'm not even right. sure where the hell that came. from. I don't from. know, but I loved it. All right, uh, William Barr, contempt of Congress. Yeah. Do we know what that means? Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Well, it does. No, it's it doesn't. A- oh yeah, it does. Hey, what? He? What, they're going to put him in jail? 
Yeah, they can. Yeah, are they so going to? That, but you know, the, you know, this is. And what's the, it mean? This is what I mean. This is what I mean. Start right. agreeing with me. Otherwise, shit's going to get violent. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, I I'm am amped up that. today. I'm sweating <laughs> right now. You need to get outside into the beautiful, non raining outdoor. Yeah, oh, my <laughs> shit. Show, oh my God, you speak the truth. I think the threat of jail, the threat of these things, and, and the, ultimately the, the legacy of embarrassment um, compels people. Now we know that uh, Mr. Nadler, Nadler, do we say Nadler, yeah. Nadler, um, the head of the judiciary, the House Judiciary Committee, um, gave him until 9 o'clock, gave the Department of Justice until 9 o'clock this morning to deliver this unredacted report. And he hasn't. And he has not. And now again, we record these on Monday. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was this morning. And so now they're talking contempt. And let's also add, and people are saying it and, and saying it louder, lying to Congress is a felony. Mm-hmm. Uh, he quite clearly lied to Congress. I don't know how anybody could say anything but that as what he knew about Mr. Mueller's position. He lied directly to them. Then Mueller goes, I never said that. Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was just so going to say, I wanted, to I wanted to put this in here. I, go. I, 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 the place where we get all of our information, the Google. All right. Uh, uh, I use DuckDuck. Can though. you ignore a congressional subpoena? If a witness refuses to comply with a subpoena to either produce documents or testify, Congress has a few options. Inherit contempt authority, the criminal contempt statute, uh, the various civil enforcement mechanisms. All right. What does that mean? Well, all right, let's jump down to this. What is the penalty for refusing a congressional agreement? Well, he'd face up to a year in prison and up to a $1,000 fine. $1,000? That'll bankrupt the guy. Oh, my God. When a witness in the congressional inquiry ignores a subpoena and refuses to either testify before the committee uh, and hand over requestment documents, the committee can vote to issue a citation for contempt. But here's the thing. Can I interject? Are you sure. going to read some more? Oh, I can read some more. It I can poisons read for days. The, it poisons the well, and it suggests and also moves towards more inquiry, more uh, subpoenas, more congressional uh, uh, um, committees investigating this because the flavor of and the presence of corruption is so profound. So when the lead law enforcement agent of the country refuses to comply with one third of the government, which is ostensibly the check and balance that we have, which is the legislature, has control over that shit. If they say, yeah, no, we're not playing, it says everything about the, the le- level of corruption and also says that this is a lawless, you know, o- you know, uh, outside the law administration. Yeah. And that's when stuff will start to cave in. But, now, yeah, well, you know what? Here, here's the thing. Here's where I get pissed off. Will it? No, it won't. So, listen, you can sit there idly. Uh, here's what's wrong with the American culture right now. Oh, how we, we don't have idly, time for that. <laughs> we idly stand by and just allow shit that doesn't impact us directly to happen. Yep. All right. Like we watch sports. You, right. It's, it's exactly, exactly. Wow, with look at that. far less invested. Yes, that's sadly All right. true. Yeah. All right, and nobody's buying a hat for the common man that says with a C on it that stands for common man. No. You know, I mean they'll they'll root for the Yankees harder than they'll root for somebody who's getting brutally assaulted. Entirely true. Uh so and that's the problem. So we're we're this we're this look and see cult- culture that just stares idly by while wrong shit happens to a lot of people mm-hmm. all the time and we just sit there with our hands in our in our laps. So while folding, while I folding. agree with that and I share that cynicism in many ways, I'm also suggesting, and this is what I was talking about in the earlier part of the podcast, is that young people are activated in ways that we were simply not 
when we were their age. Young people, and I'm not going to say there's certainly plenty that are not, but there is a shift happening culturally and there's a shift happening societally, a term I hate, uh, where people are waking up to a lot because they're seeing they're you know they're being trained to ha- how to hide from a gunman in their school they're being trained to be fearful at all times from of everything and everyone and they've had enough of it and so i'm suggesting that if we say well it's all just going to be that way always i don't think that it is and i think that there is enough impetus and push from from the young ones the the kids today uh, that in all likelihood we're going to see and in, are in the act of seeing significant political shift. And we also know globally and here domestically, shift, political shift can happen very quickly, very quickly. Well, yeah, I I can only hope. I can beg and hope that 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 is the case, Mm -hmm. that all of a sudden we have a collective, what? Yeah, I'm looking for a big fat fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and that's what I think we're hearing. There's another another report out about the calamity of what's happening on an environmental level. And the young people, God, I got to come up with a bit. I'm not going to say millennials. I hate it. But people younger than us, which is a lot of people now, yeah. uh, are, are just simply not having this. And so waiting for the machinations and for the centrism of Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and like, yes, please, could we possibly maybe. Joe Biden's first act after declaring pre- the presidency was to go have a party at a guy at a Comcast executive's house. I know. You know, sorry to be profane and all, but fuck you, Joe. What are you saying? You know, look, there, there are battle lines that are just they're just being drawn all over the freaking place. Yeah. Right? They're just I mean they they're here we're going to pick this battle. We're going to pick this battle. We're going to pick this battle. We're going to pick You got to pick one battle. Right now, it's got to be one battle. Everybody got to jump on that line and fight that battle. Crush it, move to the next one. Well, who's the we? You mean the Democratic Party? I mean formally? everybody. I agree, but we're asleep at the switch. You know, people are simply just not invested. They're more invested in, in it. You can get more emotional uh, 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 eruption from people in, in, in a minor traffic moment than you can around things that really involve actual suffering, actual death. You know, now they're moving freaking war fighter ships towards Iran because pr- prior to Mueller testifying and it's another distraction you know, it is but this is what i'm saying it's like look i mean it's it's bruh, bruh, this is where i turn into you and the the ultimate conspiracy the, conspiracy theorist right Do, you know all of a well, sudden no, all, all, all of all of a sudden all this shit happens right and then north korea launches a couple of missiles mm-hmm. right and then we start to send battleships over here yeah. it's a distraction In venezuela that which we've been this is all chore- choreographed more right. battle mm-hmm. lines being drawn and what's w- the other thing you kept saying people Young people, I feel like we're we're singing a Buffalo Springfield song today. <laughs> <laughs> right. Getting so much resistance from behind. <laughs> nice, nice. Paranoia strikes deep. <laughs> but this is, but yeah, I agree with you on pretty much everything you just said. But I think this is why we're seeing uh, an, the ease, the playability, the the gullibility of the American public is is legendary and never more than now. And I'm telling you, it's the I, can I tell you, just, can I just interject? This is almost unrelated, but yeah. we are now, we have television in our house for the first time, for me, the first time since the middle 80s. And not like I've never seen a television right, show, no, but no, I just no, don't no, watch just it. just don't watch it. Dude, I am yeah. so concerned. It's insipid nonsense. It's beyond that. Yeah. The sheer profusion of freaking, I don't even know what word I want to use. It's so horrifyingly stupid that, and I think people are watching this stuff all of the time, we are actively participating in our own stupefaction. We are. 
And so when this is what is a common thing, everybody knows all these shows. I've never even heard of them. I finally saw what a Kardashian looks like. Oh. Ah, what's happening? And so this is normal to people. And I'm, as a guy who hasn't watched television in 30 years for the most part, I'm telling you, it's really scary shit. And you should walk away from it. Yeah. It's not good for a person. And so now we're asking those same people to discern, to make good judgments, to have critical thinking skills, to be able to draw sound conclusions from the information presented to them, which we know is bullshit to begin with. So people turn, Fox News is on my television. We only have it because that's the way we get high-speed internet. It's like, let's see what this looks like. Ah, never again. (laughs) And so I saw five minutes of Fox News. But you have high-speed, I do, yeah. So I can actually seek out information sources that are reliable. I'll give you my Netflix password. Sweet. No, I have Netflix. Yeah, oh, so. you do? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so. yeah, but I'm done with that, too. It's like it's so much crap. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, I know. You can find good stuff in uh, there. I watched, the, I watched the Led Zeppelin documentary, which oh, I'd never seen, which was pretty me a cool. List. All, All right. I'm saying is we are participating in the melting of our brains. And and while that's happening, we're asking people <laughs> we're to make- We're not participating. S- we're stoking the fucking fire. Yeah, I agree with that. That helps yeah. melt it. But, you know- so what then? So I kind of feel like those who don't participate in those common touchstones of, of American culture are going to be the healthy breathing ones, you know? And that's the lead I want to take. I want to listen to the people that are younger than me saying, what do you want in this future? Because it may not happen. It may actually not happen. The survivability of the species is, is really in question right now. And we're talking about what? Like, think about the things that we're talking about in this and what we're not talking about. Right. People suffer and die daily around, you know, John Kelly, former White House chief of staff, has now joined the board of the people, the private companies that are caging children. Like, how does how do people not see this like Nazism? You know, it's the same stink. It's the same horror and the same dehumanizing horror. Get woke, people, because it's coming back around. But no, oh, let's march a centrist down and, and have that be the, the the Democratic candidate. Let's you know. To me, he's a tourniquet. Biden. Yeah. But what if he loses because he's that bad? Well, yeah. There's that. All right. Listen, that's where we're gonna put. We're let's gonna go stick. for a bike ride. <laughs> let's, you know, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna go on a highway in the wrong direction. <laughs> oh, don't make that joke. That guy's on trial. Yeah, I know. Oh. All right. Anyway, so we'll, we'll leave it there. There's a plenty of uh, thought. I think I've calmed down a little bit. I think I've vetted this through. I'm, I don't I don't feel like I'm as amped up. I'm still sweating. Thanks, Chamomile. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Mocha Joes. <laughs> just, they make a decaf, too. They do. All right. It's fa- good. You can't tell the difference. You I'm telling you. You can't tell the difference. All right. We'll leave it there. Um, again, uh, big thanks to our sponsor, Mocha Joe's. Uh, you can get this podcast wherever you download your podcast, but then you already know that because you just listened to about 22 minutes of us. Three-minute stuff. Right. So, <laughs> but do. Yay, subscribe, hit subscribe, leave us a, send us an email, do whatever email communications you are, 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 are used to. I've been Fish. And I've been Steve this whole time. The whole entire time. He does not lie. Peace out. This is the Ear Spoon with Fish and Steve.